This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Hey friends, Alicia here. Welcome to this week's tale of marital misadventure, friends. We are traveling into the world of the Real Housewives no, again. Oh, not again. This time the Real Housewives of the Potomac, or the Notomic, as you may be saying at the end of this one. <laughs> Who's your subject today, Alicia? Ashley Darby, y'all, is our Real Housewives profile this week, along with her house husband, Michael Darby. I don't really even know how to set this one up. It is a roller coaster of trashy, my friends. We are about to trash it up over here. But before we do, you and I, Stacey, have something exciting to tell everybody out there. Very exciting. So we, your Trashy Divorces team, are launching a new podcast. You all love the Trashy Royals so much. Why not a deep dive into Royals through all eras of history? And the trashiness is hardly to be believed. If you go to your preferred podcast player and search Trashy Royals right now, you're going to see it. Nothing changes with Trashy Divorces, y'all. It's just Trashy Royals, brand new thing. There's a trailer out now, and we're going to have a mini arc. Not even mini. They're long episodes, but an arc of episodes Mm -hmm. coming out for you this Thursday, April 20th, just to get you in the mood for Trashy Royals. Subscribe now and you will never miss a minute of the fun. Royals just trashing it up as our reality TV, pre-TV role models forever. Bad people. Yeah, it's an alternate kind of reality royal tale this week. Oh, Ashley Darby. It's really so trashy. There's not much more to do than go, go, go. Okay, Alicia, so I do not know Ashley Darby having been much more focused on the Real Housewives of New York for all these years. Tell me, tell me about this Potomac lady. Oh my. So if you don't know Ashley Darby and you're like, I don't care about this story really because I don't know her because that's not my Real Housewives brand or I'm not into Real Housewives, I promise you Trash Pandas, this has everything you're looking for in a trashy story. Excellent. Stacy. in the Bravo universe, there are many reality television scandals, and controversies. In each Real Housewives franchise, we know there are some couples people love to root for and some couples people just frankly can't stand. Of all the house husbands (laughs) that have been featured over the years on the myriad of Real Housewives shows, few, very few, have ever been as disliked as Michael Darby. The ladies of the Real Housewives of Potomac are known for keeping it very real with each other and never really shying away from confrontations and rumors. I think that will prove true in this story. But oh, goody. Even for a show that's known for its fighting, its jabs, its gossip, and even criminal behavior, these subjects of today's story really do stand out. Stand loud, stand proud, stand strong. Wow. I mean, if in a universe that includes Jen Shaw and Erica Jane, 
Let's do this. Ashley and Michael Darby are one of the most controversial couples in the entire Bravo sphere. Watching the marriage of these two play out on television provided, well, hours of entertainment and left almost everyone wondering how long could this marriage possibly last? Let's get into it. Ashley Bolock was born on June the 9th, 1988 in Silver Springs, Maryland. Hey. Nice little song about mm, Silver Springs. There is. Thanks, Stevie Nicks. Ashley's father, sadly, left when Ashley was like a year old. So she was raised by her single mother. Her single mom's name is Sheila Matthews. Sheila occasionally appears on Real Housewives of the Potomac. Sheila will go on to have two more kids and naturally single mom, three kids. They struggle a little bit financially. Ashley will begin working when she's in her teenage years, like at 14, to help her mom just make ends meet. After graduating from high school, big future Ashley goes on to attend the University of Maryland, which is great. There, she's making some cash working as a bartender in Georgetown. Hmm. Okay. Fancy clientele there, I bet. A little bit. Georgetown's a little posh, and while working as a bartender... Ashley was recruited to compete in the Miss District of Columbia pageant. That was not where I thought this was going, but go ahead. There's always a pageant. Ashley, why not? She's cute. She's a go-getter. Sure. She gives it a try, and she will win Miss District of Columbia in 2011. This meant that Ashley goes on to compete in the 2012 Miss America pageant. Okay. Yeah, she didn't win the crown at Miss America, but she did come home, Ashley did, with some scholarship money. So good for her. Good on her. Now, her father's absence for Ashley has caused some challenges, some issues over the years. And there were even attempts to connect estranged father on Real Housewives, mm -hmm. right? Ashley's dad remarried and had more children, but legit dad has no interest in a relationship with Ashley. And... The series had showed her attempting to contact her father on Facebook to see if they could meet, and Dad blocks her, which is kind of tough. It was painful. I would it's assume. painful to listen to. It was painful for Ashley, but Ashley really did still want to find a way to connect with her, with her dad. And once Ashley had children of her own, it was even more so important to build a relationship with them, in part for her sons. Sure. Ashley says that she feels it's her responsibility to foster relationships with her father and his family so that her sons will know their grandfather and aunts and uncles, right? It's what you want for your kids. As if blocking on Facebook wasn't enough. In 2019, this is so sad, Ashley travels down to Georgia to meet with her dad. And when Ashley shows up at dad's door, he just shuts the door in her face and refuses to speak with her. Is very sad. That Yeah, you hope that comes from his well of shame and not any kind of malice. Like, that is a terrible thing to do to... Your child? A, a person that you helped create. Yeah. yeah. On an episode of Watch What Happens Live, Andy Cohen does ask Ashley about this attempted meeting. And Ashley recounts, That's the most challenging thing I had done ever in a long time. For my dad to look me in the eye and then just close the door in my face was so heartbreaking for me. 30 years just culminated in five seconds, essentially. 
So it was really rough. It was really hard for me to watch it back, too. I can imagine that's true. Yeah. A lot of things, right, in Ashley's childhood that come to fruit throughout. I wanted to give Ashley a little bit of a setup before... Some framework for a bit. what may follow because some scaffolding imago uh-huh. is a real is a real thing of working through your childhood issues and adult relationships. So let's bring Ashley to meeting Michael Darby. Ashley meets Michael when she is twenty two years old and bartending. How old is Michael? We're gonna get there <laughs> because I want to describe how Ashley describes the scenario first, and this is quoted. I was talking to my manager in the main office. When I watched Michael walk in on the security camera, sweet baby Cletus, even with a blurry black and white picture, I was hooked. Sweet baby Cletus is a quote. Is that is that one of her catchphrases, perhaps? Because that's amazing. Sweet baby Cletus, I was hooked. And she's, she's from Maryland. She's not from Georgia? No. <laughs> Michael Darby was born in Australia. But he'd been living in the D.C. area for several years where he founded and runs a realty firm, Monument Realty. Michael had been married to his first wife for 20 years before divorcing in 2010. Hmm, So is there an age difference? So Michael and his first wife had two children together who were both now grown. Sure, Ashley's age. So to answer your question, Ashley's 22 There is a 29-year age gap between Michael and Ashley. Sure there is. Okay. That 29-year age gap, three decades, let's go ahead and round it up. Blink of an eye. Would only be a topic of gossip and speculation until the couple ended up having many, many more scandalous things happening in their relationship. And since they were both on a popular reality television show just a few years after they got married... Those scandals do become very, very public. So Ashley, little bartender, feeling 22. Yeah. She wants to get to know Michael more. And Ashley asked him about an internship at his company. Oh, no. And Ashley goes to work there in an internship at Monument Realty for a few months. And then after that, Ashley was the one to ask Michael out on a date. Bold. I'm feeling 22. Bold move, child. Everything will be all right. So after being together a few years, the couple will decide to walk down the aisle. It was during their engagement when Ashley made her reality television debut when she was featured on TLC's Say Yes to the Dress in 2013. All right. So she she funneled and she wasn't discovered by bravo's cast a little bit a little bit yeah so ashley speaks to the daily dish about her say yes to the dress experience it was so fun doing say yes to the dress i applied on a whim i didn't think i would actually make it but then i thought a 29 year age difference with my husband michael darby and i was a beauty queen like okay hello this is a recipe for a good show Ashley and Michael marry on May 15th, 2014, and in less than two years, Ashley was cast on The Real Housewives of Potomac, which premiered in January 2016. Now, to be fair, Ashley was much younger than most of her fellow Potomac Housewife cast members, which caused some issues. 
right? With having things in common with the rest of her cast who were a little bit older, a little bit more settled, had gone through a few more changes in their life as opposed to very young Ashley. Oh my. It takes no time at all for those older, wiser, more experienced women to begin to question Ashley about her marriage and Uh the major age gap that Mm -hmm. lives with Michael and Ashley. Age is just a number, Alicia. It's just a number. Age ain't nothing but a G thing. No, I don't know. Uh, The age gap, though, was nothing compared to the other issues revealed about Ashley and Michael and their very unique marriage that followed no one else's rules, maybe no rules at all. Oh, do tell. Well, there is a rule here at Trashy Divorces that we need to give a little break for Mm. our sponsors. So we're going to do that and come back. This is a cliffhanger is what this is. For Ashley and Michael. No rules. Oh my God. We'll be right back, friends. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disentel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alicia, please. Okay. Oh my gosh, the story. <laughs> it is just like, hold on. It is a roll. I promised you in the intro, it's a roller coaster of trash. Okay. Let's talk about. So she, she, Ashley's cast, January 2016. Okay. All the women, lots to say. Let's go to the year 2017, just the following year, for opening a restaurant in separation number one. Wow. Okay. Michael and Ashley separate in 2017 between seasons two and three of Real Housewives of Potomac. Ashley moves out of their shared apartment. She gets her own place in Arlington, Virginia. Ashley is hopeful, though, that she and Michael will reunite. The couple had opened a restaurant that they named Oz, and they were trying to make it a profitable business. But I don't know if you know anything about the restaurant biz. It's not you know, easy going per se. It's a little stressful. (laughs) And uh, those stressors, those tensions were clearly displayed on season two of Real Housewives of Potomac. Ashley will tell people in July 2017, he's my person. We're taking the time to evaluate exactly what we expect from our relationship. If both of us can give each other what we need, we still really care about each other. So the foundation is there. It's just a matter of repairing some faults in the foundation. 
Apparently, structural damage handled. <laughs> they felt, Michael and Ashley did, that they had repaired the faults in their foundation. They are reunited by the end of 2017. Just takes a little grout action, I think. Duct tape. Yeah. I don't know. So it's all smooth sailing. They're reunited, and that's the end of Trashy Divorces Absolute, this week's episode. Absolutely. A little sealing wax, and you're good to go. Nope. Okay. Let's go to 2018 and the groping scandal. Oh. oh, I can't wait to find out which one was groping. Now, it takes a lot, a significant amount to get suspended for bad behavior from any of the Bravo Sphere franchise, since bad behavior is what those shows are based on, live for, thrive on. Mm -hmm. It's their oxygen. I know. People don't go to NASCAR to watch cars drive in circles. (laughs) Michael Darby manages to get himself suspended in 2018. He's suspended for... uh, allegedly groping a cameraman on the show named Orville Palmer. I did not see that one coming. This was a huge scandal amongst Real Housewives of Potomac fans, and as you can imagine, the groping scandal is a major, capital M, major topic of conversation (laughs) and speculation throughout the next season of the show. Because the groping scandal was just not your typical Real Housewife fight, This was a felony assault case. Oh, God. Orville Palmer claimed that Michael Darby grabbed and groped his buttocks while filming on September the 1st, 2018. Palmer said he requested that Darby remove his hands from his body and then reported the incident to his supervisor. He also alleged that Darby shot him a flirtatious look, quote unquote, after the assault. Although Michael Darby had been accused of many, many things before, this was the first time he was actually publicly charged with sexual contact without consent. Oh, so he was charged by police with... 100%. Wow, okay. If convicted of the charges of sexual contact without consent, old Mikey boy was facing 11 years in prison. Wow. Okay, this is... This sounds like more than... This wasn't like light contact. This was... That, wow. All right. Naturally, Michael Darby denies all these charges, and Ashley, standing by her man, defends Michael, saying these allegations are utterly false, completely not true. Scurrilous. Scurrilous. Michael's attorney, Mike Rowan, said, quote, There were a number of alleged witnesses who said it did not happen. There was simply nothing that happened and nothing there, unquote. By October 2018, Montgomery County had dismissed the charges due to insufficient evidence. But the dismissing of the charges certainly didn't stop the scandal or the gossip surrounding it. Now, I've talked to you about those other housewife ladies. A little bit more knowledgeable, maybe seeing the block. World-weary. Not shy about holding back their opinions to young 20-something Ashley, so fresh-faced and innocent. I feel like a willingness to voice your opinions is a job requirement to be a cast member of Oh, boy, did they. Okay, Robin Dixon, co-star, said in her confessional, anyone with a brain knows that just because the charges are dropped, it doesn't mean you didn't do it. Lucky Michael. I, I... (laughs) Wait, (laughs) another co-star, Giselle Bryant, said... We know what it is. That privilege worked out for you this time, honey. You're not denying any of this. Something happened. I just don't know what. 
Now, not all of the Real Housewives ladies are ready to condemn Michael Darby. Co-star Monique Samuels, whose home was actually the setting for the alleged assault, oh, great. said, okay. hmm. I'm going to support Ashley because I'm putting myself in her shoes. I had cameras all over my house, but there were no cameras in that position. I'm staying neutral because I don't know what happened. None of us do. But alas, in 2019, Bravo decided to air footage of the moments immediately following the encounter between Darby and the cameraman. The footage does not contain any physical contact between Palmer and Michael Darby and doesn't have any direct evidence of the assault, but it does capture Michael Darby's response to the cameraman. And the clip goes a little like this. Hey, bud, Michael said in the clip, smiling and giggling as he passed Palmer. You all right? Please don't do that, Palmer said directly. What? Okay, Michael responded. Please don't do that, Palmer reiterated. Okay, Michael said before walking over to greet Ashley. More previously unseen footage later showed a man confronting Michael in what appeared to be an attempt to discuss what had happened. Hey, Mike, the man said as Michael walked away. Hold on, Mike, Mike, hold on, hold on. I didn't touch your butt, I didn't touch your butt, Michael shouted back, smiling. Come on, I'll get a beer. This is really damning evidence, wow. Naturally, Michael and Ashley Darby feel like they must respond to these scurrilous charges. So the producers had this footage and... They have, uh, yes. Presumably Not this was... footage of the assault, right, but the but aftermath. the moments around the assault. Uh, wow, it... Okay, so Michael Darby is going to go directly <sighs> to People Magazine about the footage shown. Like you do. On that episode. Of... Not, not to your lawyer's office. No, to People to Magazine. People Magazine. 100%. Michael Darby said, quote, On one hand, I was amused by the production company's amateurish attempt to affect the viewer's opinion by... First showing video that clearly does not show any improper action by me and then try to couple that with another video which was taken four hours later by a different cameraman of a different conversation with the cousin of a cast member, not the cameraman, who whenever I see him refers to a well-documented, harmless event that occurred in season one. On the other hand, it shows the level people will stoop to in order to get ratings. This was a serious situation where an employee of the production company tried to take advantage of my wife and I by making up a story to try to profit from it. The fact that the production company appears to endorse his actions by splicing together disconnected and unrelated events in order to also profit is really scary for people in my position. I would think if he believed that to be true that he and his wife would immediately leave the program and that would be that is that what happened no that's not what happened weird the production company for real housewives sorry the potomac production company that's setting him up with falsified clips that one sure they're not gonna let michael get the last word in the production company for this real housewives franchise is called truly original and they respond to people with the following statement Pertaining to Michael Darby's scenes in last night's Real Housewives of Potomac, there was no manipulation of audio or video. The footage that aired in last night's episode depicted events exactly as they occurred. 
Ashley goes on to give an explanation on an episode of the show saying, the scenario that happened was there were three cameramen lined up in the line and we were taking a couple's pictures. So Michael had to get through and he moved by the cameraman. So when he grazed the cameraman, he said, I'm sorry. Ashley continues offering a positive spin and reassurance to all of her fans saying, this is not going to destroy my husband, my marriage. We know who we are. It's just kind of like a Band-Aid, and we have to rip it off and keep moving. Take a breath. That was 2018. <laughs> 2019. Mm. Let's get to the year where Ashley stands by her man, says New- he's absolutely not gay, and also has his child. New year old you. Go ahead. If you thought the need for Ashley to defend her husband had ended with grope gate, you were wrong. You'd be super wrong, because in 2019, Ashley, in that vat of Malmsey wine, heated up again. Ashley finds herself denying allegations that Michael is gay. This time around, it wasn't an allegation that he groped anyone's buttocks, but instead that he might be making sexually suggestive comments to another man during a night out on the town. It is the other ladies of Potomac, that confront Ashley at a dinner one night with these rumors. Oh my. <laughs> these women, like I want to, I would hang out with the, but they're real and I dig it. Okay. Robin Dixon claims the comments were made after filming stopped at a birthday party for Ashley's uncle a few weeks earlier. Dixon told Ashley, after the night died down, Michael walked past us and said, yeah, I would suck his dick. You were there. You all were walking past us. Robin Dixon refuses to say who Michael was referring to, but said it was, quote, one of our men, unquote, meaning one of the husbands or significant others of the cast. Wow, that's a dynamic to throw into that volatile mix. Now, Ashley's just got a smidge more at stake this time because she's pregnant. Mm. That's correct. Despite her marital ups and downs, Ashley decided she wanted to start a family with Michael. She will suffer a miscarriage in 2018, but in 2019, Ashley is pregnant again. Ashley staunchly defends her husband against these scurrilous accusations. Ashley denied Michael's wrongdoing and shot back at some of the ladies that were making the claims, Ashley says. Scurrilous. It didn't happen. Michael would not say that. In your state of intoxication, you're saying to me that you were capable of remembering what Michael allegedly said? You were so drunk, Candace, you were laying out in the street. And Robin was so drunk, she had to be put into an Uber. Maybe. A few of the ladies alleged that Ashley had even heard Michael's comments and quickly whisked him away. That claim made it more of a personal attack because in that case... She wasn't just choosing to believe Michael's story, but Ashley has now turned to lying for Michael. Candace Dillard Bassett said to Ashley, You lying. You putting out bullshit. You were standing there. You heard it. He is reported to have sucked penises. I need nothing else. Where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's been enough smoke in this household where there has to be fire. (laughs) I mean, I... Burning down the house. Ashley responds to Candace Dillard Bassett. I just don't understand why everyone's so fixated on trying to make Michael look like he's gay. He's not gay. He doesn't hook up with guys. My husband did not say that. 
If I was there, I'd remember something like that. And here at Trashy Divorces, as well as the Real Housewives of Potomac, like, they want to make sure they're not gay shaming. Right. And they clarified if Michael was gay, that was fine. They were fine with that. Absolutely. But he should just be honest about that? Yep. Giselle Bryant says, I don't give a good if you gay, straight, purple, whatever. If you proclaim herself to be her husband, the person who's supposed to protect her, and you are telling other people you want to suck another man's penis, that's disrespectful to Ashley. True. True. Karen Huger chimes in with, if you're gay, cool. If your wife is accepting of that and wants to be your beard, cool. But if that's not the case and Michael's not being honest with Ashley, then there's the problem. There's no shame in a man loving a man. Very true. Candace Dillard Bassett goes on. (laughs) I love these women. Like, they may be my favorite franchise just because of this. (laughs) Candace Dillard Bassett. Love a man, love his penis, do all that. But be honest about your loving of penises. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I, wow. How, so at this point they left the show, right? Because this is, this is humiliating. Oh, oh. Hey, what did Michael think about all of this? <laughs> Ashley responds. It's an understatement to say that Michael was pissed. Michael was just really disappointed because his friends don't stab each other in the back like that the way they did to Michael. He questions why I'm even friends with them. And quite frankly, I don't blame him. Those ladies are watching out for you, Ashley. I mean. They know the block. They've seen the block. I mean, I think maybe a few years in, it's progressed beyond watching out for it or just sort of amused by. But continue. Where are we? 2019 still? Okay. So, and then, just because things might have gotten a little bit boring for Michael or Ashley, just for a hot minute. Had they? Footage of Michael with another woman surfaces in May 2019. He's going to dispel those gay rumors by just out and out. Sure. Adultering. With another woman. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, all the controversy doesn't affect Ashley's pregnancy, and she gives birth to a healthy baby boy in July 2019. Mazel. The couple is overjoyed with their new arrival and proudly feature him on the show. Healthy parenting. Hey, I mean, I'm perfectly content to agree that Michael's probably not gay at this point. We're going to bring the focus back to Ashley just for a second, because uh, it is uh, something really identifiable. A lot of women go through this. After the birth of their first son, mm-hmm. Ashley suffers from postpartum depression. Sure. Ashley admits later, later, much later, that she even considered quitting the show because she was so overwhelmed she just couldn't imagine filming. But it turns out that she was happy that she decided to film because it forced her to engage and interact with others. Ashley explains to The Daily Dish, I had a hard time seeing that it was going to be better in terms of feeling more comfortable with my son being around people and not worrying that everyone or someone was going to hurt my child. It was the most crippling fear for me. It was inexplicable. I don't even know where it came from. Now, Ashley doesn't realize she's suffering from postpartum depression, but luckily her pediatrician recognizes the symptoms and refers Ashley to a postpartum therapist who was able to help her. Ashley says, I thought I was normal. I thought every single mom feels like this. And it wasn't until I started having some really dark thoughts about myself and feeling overwhelmed. Okay, back to Michael, because we need more reasons not to like Michael Darby. 
and I'm going to give you another one. Michael Darby decides that Ashley's postpartum depression was a huge inconvenience for him because Ashley just wasn't interested in having as much sex as Michael feels he deserves. Okay. As he deserves. Deserves. It's a word in English. I don't know. That's going to take us to 2020. Let's take another quick break. When we come back, 2020 will bring us more cheating rumors. Michael caught on video, a post-nup, and baby number two. 2020 was such a big year for everyone. See you on the flip. So, Alicia... I love it that listeners really can't see your face right now because... It, your hair's standing straight up on end. This is a train wreck wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in infidelity, apparently. Continue. Trash it up. We're at 2020. More cheating rumors. Michael caught on video. A post up and baby number dose. Ashley announces, don't cry. It's okay. You're going to be okay. <laughs> announces she's pregnant again in September 2020 on Instagram. Just like first pregnancy, Ashley's not shy about showing off her baby bump on social media and sharing the challenges of pregnancy. But 2020 wasn't all good news for the couple. Candace Dillard Bassett alleged that during a September 2020 episode of season five of Real Housewives of Potomac, that Michael was spotted at a strip club. Everybody in the club. He probably just likes their meatballs and their chicken wings, right? They have a great buffet. Buffet. That's Mm -hmm. the whole thing about a strip club is the great buffet. Candace said she received a text from a friend who saw Michael Darby at the strip club and heard him telling people that he had, you ready? Quote, a boyfriend and a wife. Wow. Ashley confronted Michael, who (laughs) who would end up confessing that Nothing had happened at the strip club, but that, quote, something happened at the casino, unquote. Dun-dun, wow, that, wow. Um, Also, no shame. If the two of them have agreed that it is okay for him to have a boyfriend as well, that's fine. Not Sure. That is not the issue. But maybe keep your shit out of the scandal rags, man, because... I don't know why you would be on a reality television show if your life is that complicated, but... So Ashley confronts Michael. Nothing happened at the strip club, but it did at the casino. Probably good that Michael had confessed to that because in May of 2020, a video was leaked of Michael in bed with another woman requesting uh, her to spank him. Hmm. Hmm. Normal, normal behavior. Like, nor- like, that's totally a thing you do with a friend you bumped into at the casino. This time, Ashley doesn't go to people. She goes to entertainment tonight. Okay, okay. Ashley says, I love my husband. He's a great husband, and my relationship is going to withstand. It's strong enough to withstand a lot. It's really going to be up to us, to what we think is something we can overcome. I'm not going to let the media or the public or the opinions of others affect what I do and how I approach my marriage. Everyone's going to have an opinion. I'm sure there'll be some very strong reactions to what they see and what happens, but Ultimately, the only person who really lays next to Michael at night and has to have these discussions is me. So that's that. Maybe. It's a maybe. Sounds like there may be a few others laying next to Michael at night. So to your point. From time to time. In November 2020, Ashley explains her responses to her husband's behavior by describing their marriage as quote unquote non-traditional. Okay, which is fine. Ashley claims to be relieved to clear the air about the arrangement that she and Michael had agreed upon. 
Mm. Cool. Ashley says, strangely, Michael venturing out the way he did has allowed me to finally be expressive about how we've done this together. And it's a big relief. Ashley says this on the Real Housewives of Potomac after show in November 2020. I've made jokes and I've referenced it in the past to the women. Either they didn't take me seriously or they were just like, no, that's Ashley. But now this has happened with Michael. They want more details. Some folks speculated that this was an attempt to save face for Ashley. Now that she's a mother of one and expecting a second child soon. In another episode of that same season, Ashley explains that their prenup had expired after five years of marriage and that Ashley perhaps was interested in revising their arrangements in a post-nuptial agreement. I love this kind of thing. You know that. No, you're just delighted. I'm, oh, we're going to draw up legal documents. The story's terrible, but it is so trashily delightful. So after reaching the five-year mark in their marriage, normally that's a prenup, like, five-year mark. That's Right, and he's, like, into his late 50s now. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Ashley said that according to their original prenup, she would be in good financial standing, but thought a postnup could benefit the couple just in case, you know, for any weird reason they split up. It kind of sounds like Ashley's planning for her divorce, and at this point, no one can really blame her, I think. Ashley says in a confessional, Now in the event of a divorce, I will receive 50% of our assets. And now I think it would be good for us to have a postnuptial agreement because a postnup would outline things that I would be guaranteed to get. No arguing, no disputing, and essentially would speed up the process in the event of a divorce. I noticed that she sees it strictly in terms of what I will get. Like the, it's supposed to protect both parties and their children. Like it, okay, but... I Yes, I suppose from her perspective, like, clarifying. Sure. Me, 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 me. Well, we're almost a decade on, right, from sweet baby Cletus, right? She's had a decade with her husband and kind of knows how it goes. And Ashley later says that although she and Michael had an unconventional marriage in the beginning, Ashley, once they have kids, is not really down for that. She wants monogamy. Baby number two was born March 2nd, 2021. Good for Ashley. Thankfully, she does not suffer from postpartum depression this time around. I'm glad for that because 2021, in addition to a new child, also brings even more cheating rumors. Michael. Okay. Mikey, Mikey. He'll try it. (laughs) In 2021, during season six, the cheating rumors continue. At this point, everyone, everyone is like, Ashley, girl, you're in danger. What are you doing? Why are you still with Michael? Yeah. When Andy Cohen asks Michael about the latest rumors when he was on an episode of Watch What Happens Live in August 2021, Michael says, both Ashley and I go out. Sometimes we go out together. Sometimes we go out on our own. So I went out and had a good time. Of course, there's fans all over the place, and they came up and said hello. But, you know, I'm always going to have pictures taken of me in places. I really don't care anymore. I have a good time, and I love this woman dearly, and we're together forever. Ashley is then asked by Andy Cohen 
if she trusted Michael when he goes out, since he has a quote-unquote bit of a track record. Bit of a track. (laughs) That is a good way to put it. Ashley replied in a way that sounded like she took some of the blame for not keeping him sexually satisfied after giving birth to their first child. Ashley responds that she trusts Michael because we're doing things differently this time postpartum and we're having more fun this time than we did last time. So I think I'm keeping him happy at home. Ashley. Oh my. All right. 2022, you ready for 2022? I don't know if I am. November. November 2022, Candace reveals more rumors and Michael Darby sues Candace. Oh my God. Okay. Whew. In November, I tell it is a ride. It's a in ride. November 2022, during an argument in an episode of Real Housewives of Potomac, Candace tells Ashley, You're oh good. Quote, your husband likes to leave you and go to a man's name omitted house and suck his dick, unquote. Candace doesn't stop there, though. Candace also claimed that Michael pays for sex. In March of 2023, just last month, it was announced that Michael Darby had filed a defamation <laughs> lawsuit against Candace Dillard for claiming he performed oral sex on a man. Hmm. According to People magazine, backed people, quote, Darby's legal team alleged Dillard Bassett's statements had prompted, quote, public scorn, hatred, humiliation, ridicule, contempt, and or embarrassment, unquote. So the entrepreneur is seeking $2 million, $1 million in compensatory damages, and another $1 million in punitive damages, as well as interest, attorney's fees, and associated costs. Not going to happen. Not a lawyer, but not going to happen. Okay. There has been no update on the lawsuit since March the 2nd, 2023. As of now, April, Candace Dillard Bassett has not retracted her comments or made any statement on the lawsuit. And I feel like we'll be following up on that in a future Dumpster Dive episode on Patreon. He made himself a public figure and there is ample... Not going to happen. That was not the only thing to happen in 2022. 2022 also contains, here we go, da-da-da, the breakup everyone hoped for. Oh. Coochie cravings and co-parenting. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Let's, so we've moved back into 2022. Finally in April of 2022. So a year ago. Yeah. Ashley Darby releases a statement that most fans of Real Housewives of Potomac have been hoping would come for years. Oh boy. After almost eight magical years of marriage, Ashley and Michael were calling it quits, but quote, we'll always love and respect each other. You ready for the statement? I don't think I am, but go ahead. Quote, we have decided to separate. We are aware that there will be many speculative views as to why we have made this decision. People will be quick to assume that the causes were too much intrusion by reality television into the most personal parts of our lives, age gap issues, cultural problems, or child-rearing differences. Pieces of all these may have affected our pure love for each other, but no one reason is the root cause of our mutual decision to go our separate ways. We are now both at very different stages in our lives and have very different goals for our futures. 
We both want the other to achieve true happiness and fulfillment and feel that we cannot do this together. We also know that true happiness can only be achieved by continuing to work together and putting our hearts and souls into raising our two beautiful boys. This announcement surprises no one. The even happier news was that after some tough times, Ashley seemed to be moving on in a healthy and happier manner. In October 2022, Ashley goes to Us Magazine during BravoCon saying that it's been surprisingly easy to co-parent with Michael. Ashley says, I was really surprised with the ease that we were able to put our kids first. Even if we have a disagreement and we have, you know, some words or exchanges that are really tough, it's like we instantly flip the switch and we turn into the parents of our sons. So that makes me actually really respect him even more. Doesn't help the coochie cravings, but you know, it's been a while. You going to ask a follow-up question on coochie cravings? I think I know what she is talking about. Sweet baby Cletus. Oh my God. So regarding those coochie cravings, Ashley later admits that she hasn't had any coochie cravings for Michael in a long time. Quote, it's been a really long time. It's been almost a year since we've been together romantically. So I think it's getting out of my system. Ashley also reveals that she thinks it is Michael, her estranged spouse who is dating someone following their split. She goes on to say it helps a lot for me to get over him knowing he's getting under somebody else. Probably a few somebody else's. It sounds like he has widely varying tastes. Under whatever geometry you want. Lots of... Ashley will confess it's not easy seeing Michael move on, but Ashley's just really trying to focus on her kids at the moment. Oh my. Okay. So a little bit of good news for Ashley. I don't know. Getting a little strange. Ashley meets Summer House star Luke Goldbrunson at BravoCon and the two begin dating. This was very quickly after Ashley had announced the end of her marriage, but This relationship with Luke seemed promising for a little while, but after a few months, Luke and Ashley decide to stop seeing each other. Who's to blame for that? Yeah, why did they they give up on this promising romance? Michael Darby. (laughs) On Watch What Happens Live, Darby explains to Andy Cohen, it's really not about Luke, but Michael and I have just had a hard time period with co-parenting and with separating. It's my situation with Michael that affected Luke and I, and like I said, he was a trooper, but ultimately, it's just not there. (laughs) Ashley will go on to further explain that her life was, quote, very complicated, unquote, during her, quote, very difficult, unquote, split from Michael, and that Michael was, quote, not too fond, unquote, of Luke. Who cares? Same, (laughs) Ashley. Same. After the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, Ashley surprised her castmates by admitting that Luke Goldbrunson was more of a fling and that Ashley had fallen more for him than he had for her. Ashley said, believe me, Luke went through some things. She mentioned that Luke encouraged her to draw boundaries with her former husband, who Ashley goes on to admit still has a key to her home. Yeah, that... Seems right. Ashley. No, no, no. Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon, co-stars aren't done. They have a podcast called Reasonably Shady. 
And they said they believe Ashley and Luke will get back together after the Darby's divorce is finalized, saying it's best not to, quote, ruffle feathers or upset the other party, unquote, until finances are settled. All right. Take a deep breath. We're getting close to the end here. I, okay. Here's our final blow from Michael Darby. Finish her. Don't you rephrase that. (laughs) (laughs) This final blow from Michael Darby is to Ashley, where Ashley reveals she will not receive any alimony. At the season seven Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, Ashley explains that their postnuptial agreement, quote, really just didn't work out in my favor, unquote. Oh, my Lord. While she didn't get into great detail about her finances, Ashley said that she and Michael formed an LLC jointly, which owns the home she lives in. Ashley will not be entitled to anything he owned prior to their marriage, which was the majority of his wealth. Sure. Nor will Ashley get anything from ventures during their marriage if the sourced funds came from his previously owned businesses. Yikes. So it looks like Michael screwed her yet again, and apparently Mm -hmm. Ashley's lawyer didn't advise her very well, because that's the oldest trick in the book with the post-nup. Yeah. Lawyers, come on. Post-nup, it's the the trick you look for. Well, and if, I'm sorry, if one spouse is 30 years older and very well off, you just put a, write a cash payment in at the front. Yeah. You know? Well, this fails, like, I need a million dollars. Yeah, Ashley's lawyer... Blows. Did not do that. And it turns out Ashley is not entitled to alimony or any lump sum payout. Wow. Ashley's getting child support and the ability to live in but not own the home she lives in with her children. It's not nothing, but that's really not great. So the real question to conclude at the end of this trashy divorce is, trash it up roller coaster tale, will Michael and Ashley reconcile? Ashley. Oh my God. I will always just think of her as 22 years old because Ashley admits to E! News that she would, quote, never say never, unquote, to reconciling with her estranged husband one day. Yep. Okay. I'm looking at a picture of the guy on my phone and like, uh, he's an old man. I'm sorry, Ashley. Come on. Ashley goes on. Who knows what could happen in a decade? But at this junction, no. I really do think that it's a better decision for both of us. Who knows what could happen in a decade? Let's all keep our trashy fingers crossed. Maybe say a prayer if you're into that. Send positive vibes out. Little glitter bubble for Ashley. Or whatever other kind of energy you would like to manifest. And let's send it Ashley's way so she gets the strength not to ever reconcile with Michael Darby. For sure. Like, we've covered a lot of people who sort of pretty clearly had some daddy issues. It's rare, though, that both of the spouses in the relationship have daddy issues to work through. As trash cans go, I firmly believe there are not enough trash cans in the Bravo-verse to contain Michael Darby's trashiness alleged. Alleged trashiness. Mm Wow. 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 Ashley. I'm glad you have those women who are trying to give you some life advice. You're not getting that from your older husband who apparently is not wiser. Oh, it sounds like he's quite wiser and 
Well, he has a better lawyer than she does. Manipulative and... Trash Panda Angels. That's as much as I can do today with Michael and Ashley Darby. That was like watching a horror movie where you spend the whole time going, don't run into the forest, don't go into the basement, don't like... Oh my god, Ashley, oh... Oh, yeah, you need to lean into your castmates oh, who Ashley. will guide you through this wilderness to a better land. <laughs> it's good to have friends. It's good to have friends who tell you some harsh truths, Ash. Wow, oh, Alicia, my. thank you, I think, for that. Oh, I mean, for our purposes, that was simply delightful. Oh, my gosh, gold star. But yeah, like from a human perspective, like my heart is breaking for this poor woman who cannot see reality. <sighs> Maybe she, perhaps she's been in reality a little too long yeah, I was gonna to see say, reality. As a reality star, you'd think she could see reality. All right, Yikes. friends, that is going to take us out for Trashy Divorces for this week. Don't forget Trashy Royals. Subscribe now. You can listen to the fun, fun trailer. Sure. We've got a double drop of that coming the day after our next episode. Right. We're going to do, we've had some requests for sort of a where are they now type thing. We're we're going to do something a little different on Wednesday and check back in with a past profile and see where things have landed. Yeah. That guy kind of runs his own empire. He does. Doesn't he? He's an imperial. We're going to be back with that on Patreon this week. What's coming up? Uh, dumpster Dive. Mm-hmm. On Monday, and oh, yeah. you have a trashy bonus divorce of another yeah. District of Columbia, high-profile Washington, D.C. Indeed. couple. It's a real fury pants situation over it is. there. I got it. You are bringing us the prelude to the divorce of George and Kellyanne Conway over, over on, on Patreon over, over there. Over on Patreon on Thursday. Good stuff. All kinds of news and developments and trash. Just stinking it up over here at Trashy Divorces Headquarters. So Patreon listeners, stay tuned for those fun things. No spider egg this week. I feel like we have enough going on mm-hmm. in your ear holes <laughs> to how, manifest. How would you top that? Like I, what what is the possible follow-on of what just happened? I did it, did it done. <laughs> Y'all, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you tuning in for your support over at patreon.com slash trashy divorces for telling your friends about us for subscribing to Trashy Royals just for generally being the trashiest, and we mean that in the best of ways. Best way. Community ever. We adore your trashy hearts. We do. Keep those hands clean. Friends, keep your hearts so, so trashy, but make sure your lawyer is good and reads your post-nup before you sign anything. It is the most common way to screw a spouse in a post-nup. I know, you think we're all just gossip, but we really teach you things around this place. We try, we try. Thanks, everybody, (laughs) for tuning in. Have a tremendous week. Can't wait to talk soon. Big cheers. Bye, friends. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com. 
or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.